Of all the things I help people overcome, brain fog is one of the most popular complaints I hear. And it's characterized by memory problems, lack of mental clarity, poor concentration, poor focus, poor attention. It plagues almost everyone at some point, especially as we age, usually starting around the age 30 and getting worse as time passes. It's not a medical diagnosis. It's actually a symptom of one or more imbalances. It's pretty sneaky and in some cases challenging to get rid of. Listen in today as I start unraveling this mystery and share with you how you can get rid of brain fog once and for all. And you'll want to listen all the way to the end because I have a very special announcement for you. Here at the Optimal CEO Podcast, we help CEO entrepreneurs who love taking ownership of their wellness journey because they know it's their most prized investment. And when their state of wellness is at its peak, their income soars. We want to help relieve CEO entrepreneurs from the pressure of unnecessary health exposure so they can be highly focused on growing their business and physically optimized for the journey so they can enjoy getting there. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian Brown, and I'd like to personally welcome you to today's podcast episode. Thank you for joining me. As I mentioned in the introduction, of all the things I help people overcome, brain fog is one of the most popular complaints I hear when I'm working with clients. Again, those who have brain fog often describe memory issues, mental clarity issues, and lack of attention concentration or ability to focus well. It's kind of an enigma that affects many people over 30, and it's not a medical diagnosis. Instead, it's really a symptom of one or more clusters of imbalances, and it can be kind of insidious and sneaky at times, in some cases pretty challenging to get rid of. Why is it challenging? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Here's a list of possible causes for brain fog, and bear with me because it's quite lengthy. Stress, hormone imbalances, nutritional imbalances, food additives or food chemicals, electromagnetic frequency exposure or EMF exposure, medications, anemia, depression, anxiety, migraines, low thyroid, autoimmune conditions, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, dehydration, and leaky gut. The crazy thing is this list of causes for brain fog is only a partial list. For me, my brain fog was caused by multiple factors. Insulin resistance because I was 390 pounds, low thyroid function, and later come to find out uh, it was Hashimoto's, which is a type of autoimmune thyroid disorder, an undiagnosed heart condition from being electrocuted at age five years old, work stress, low vitamin D, depression, anxiety, not drinking enough water. I used to stay in a chronic dehydrated state and the depression medications I was on for 16 years. These were all my personal causes for brain fog. And once I started getting these things taken care of, the brain fog started to disappear. Now, I don't want to feed into a magic pill mentality that's rampant in our society today. It's easy to fall into this mentality when you're feeling bad and struggling with brain fog. Trust me, I've done just about every magic pill remedy there is, I know. It's easy to reach for any lifeline you can grasp hold of to feel better. The problem is it doesn't yield lasting results. 
It's the equivalent of putting a Band-Aid on a gaping wound that really requires stitches. There's just no magic pill. I hate to break it to you, but that's the way it is. But there is hope. Don't throw in the towel just yet. It requires a firm foundation with some simple lifestyle and environmental modifications. In this introductory episode to the Brain Fog Buster series, I'll share these foundational secrets. Uh, You won't believe how simple they are. In order to lay the foundation for success, you must do what I call the essential four. Sleep, food intake, hydration, and movement. Those are the essential four. So let's go back to the top, uh, sleep. I'm really big on biometric testing. I used to not be, but in the past year to two years, I've really gotten into biometric testing and measuring sleep. Most people have Fitbits or some other type of biometric measuring device, whether it be an Apple Watch or or whatever that they're wearing on their wrist. Some products you can actually wear on your finger and they measure your sleep. They give you a very detailed report, actually, of what your sleep quality is like, what stages of sleep you were in and what percentage of time you spent in those sleep stages. When I start working with clients, one of the first things I recommend is that we get a really good handle on sleep. The first thing I want them doing is making sure that their sleep hygiene, meaning their routine in the evening hours is such that it promotes sleep and doesn't interfere with sleep. For example, a lot of clients that I, that I work with because they're high achievers, they work hard, they own their businesses, they're CEOs, whatever the case may be, they're on their computers, they're on their laptops at night. And they're on their laptops right up until bedtime. Well, the blue light exposure that you get from your screen can actually interfere with your sleep. So one of the first things I do is do a media assessment. I want to know what they're watching, what they're viewing, how they're viewing it, and when they're viewing it. This is from a psychological standpoint because we really need to limit the negative stuff in our life. Uh, But it's also from a practical standpoint of what your direct exposure is. So sleep is critically important. You know, you hear people say all the time that you need to get eight hours sleep. Well, you know, if you look at the body's biorhythm, uh, sleep actually follows a 90-minute cycle for most people. Now, you can vary anywhere from 60 minutes to 90 minutes on, on a sleep cycle. But most people are 90-minute cyclers. In that particular instance, if you look at that, a 90-minute cycle, you need at least four 90-minute cycles in order to consider yourself having had a good night's sleep. That would be six hours of sleep. Uh, Now, most people don't like to make it on six hours sleep. So the next stop, if another 90 minutes past that, is seven and a half hours sleep. And the next stop after that is nine hours. If you set your alarm clock for eight hours, chances are you're going to wake yourself up in the middle of a sleep cycle. And you may know what that feels like if you've ever been awakened by the alarm clock and you're startled, like your heart startles when you wake up. Chances are you were awakened in the middle of a sleep cycle. Uh, If you're finding it very difficult to get out of the bed in the morning, either A, you're not getting enough sleep or B, you're waking yourself up in the middle of a sleep cycle. Have this happen with clients all the time and it's an easy fix. It's just a matter of changing their thinking about timing. Food intake. So the next essential four is food intake. Uh, Notice I didn't say the D word or the diet word. I don't believe in diets. I believe in lifestyle modification and good, healthy, clean eating, whatever that looks like for you. uh, I typically like to base that on a person's genetics. Uh, paleogenetically, meaning in your ancestral line, you can tell a little bit if somebody knows generationally where their people came from. You can kind of kind of guess and kind of judge about uh, what kind of eating style they they need. But it's not that's not a hard hard uh, hard fact. Uh, you know, hard, an easy way to to base it on that. Uh, typically, you can run genetic profile and and tell how somebody needs to eat. And I love finding these things out with patients. And, and sometimes it's just little bitty modifications. Again, getting away from processed food, those are the obvious things. We want fresh, clean, organic foods that we're eating. 
even proteins. If you're a vegan, you're going to be eating fresh, clean, organic uh, fruits and vegetables. So I won't go too much into food intake because there are a ton of gurus out there talking about that. What I want you to do is get the overview of the importance of these essential four. The next step is hydration. Hands down, 95% of the patients that come into my fold that I start working with are dehydrated. We just don't drink enough water. We drink way too much tea, way too much coffee, way too many sodas. And it's not helped by the fact that these are advertised at every turn that you make in your day-to-day life. So the third essential four area is hydration. I would say 95% of clients, maybe even closer to 99% of clients that I work with come into work in this working relationship with me dehydrated. So one of the first things I want them to do is actually get a really, really, really firm handle on that. If somebody tells me that they don't like water, they just don't like the taste of it, they can't drink water, that tells me that they're dehydrated because your brain will actually cut off the thirst drive, the natural thirst drive, so that you don't like water, you won't want it. What it's trying to do is it's recognizing that you're in a dehydrated state, so it's cut off that thirst drive so it doesn't make you miserable. We do this by inundating ourselves with sodas and tea and coffee, and it doesn't help that mass marketing puts it at every turn in our lives. So we really have to be conscious in in drinking water. I'm even a stickler for drinking water from non-plastic bottles. It's a little bit difficult to do because even when you're buying or when you're purchasing processed water or clean filtered water or whatever the case may be, they're usually always in plastic bottles. Some of your higher, more hybrid companies will sell water and glass bottles, but a very good filter system at your home can turn your tap water into some very good water and you're avoiding that plastic in many cases. So, and just use a stainless steel container. If you look at the new information that we're getting on BPA-free products, they're just as bad as BPA. So just stay away from plastic altogether. Make sure you're drinking your water from a stainless steel container. I prefer a one liter stainless steel bottle. It helps you measure because women need to drink about three liters of water per day. Men need to drink about four liters of water per day, unless you're exercising a lot and then follow your natural thirst. If you're at three liters of water per day as a female or four liters of water per day as a male, Chances are, if you're working out, your body's natural thirst drive has already restored and replenished, and you're going to be more thirsty, and a guy will probably drink more like five liters, and a woman will drink more like four liters. Just follow your natural urges. Don't Artificial sweeteners will cut off that thirst drive. Don't do artificial sweeteners. Try to stay away from them. A simple test on this, if you don't believe me, is... If you're a regular water drinker, chew a piece of sugar-free gum, I can guarantee you it will cut off your thirst almost immediately. It's the craziest thing in the world. I'm not recommending that. I'm just saying that's the test that you can do. So the bottom line is hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. So the first one was sleep. Make sure we get our sleep on point. Sleeping six, seven and a half, nine hours per night. Food intake, good, clean, healthy, organic food. Hydration, three liters for women, four liters for men. And then movement. Movement is simple, actually. We sit behind desks all day long. You're seeing more of these uh, variable height desks now where people can stand behind their desk and at their workspaces. I'm total in total agreement about that, and I highly recommend that. But it still doesn't get you moving. It just keeps you from a sedentary sitting position. And if you look at some of the data out there, the our hip flexors, when we're in a seated position all the time, our hip flexors become really, really tight. It will actually pull abdominal mus- muscles forward and make you appear to have more of an abdomen or a belly than you than you should. So standing more actually will keep those hip flexors 
lengthened and elongated versus shortened and contracted, which they can become permanently contracted over time if you let them. And it just takes time to stretch them back out. So the bottom line is that we live too much of a sedentary lifestyle. So we're going to have to be purposeful about movement. Again, it goes back to biometric measuring. Uh, so many people have devices that they wear now that keep track on their movement, that tell them to stand every hour, that tell them if they're whether or not they're meeting their daily movement goals or not. And the bottom line is, is just try to get into a routine habit three, four, five days a week doing some cardiovascular exercise. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It can be simple things like walking for 30 minutes. It doesn't take much. We've got to get out and walk. We've got to get out and move. Our ancestors didn't have cars. They didn't really have horses until the last several hundred years, 500 years or so, and pretty much just walked on foot. Still many societies in the world today still are foot traffic type mobile people, and they have the lowest obesity rates in the world. I mean, you only have to look at metropolitan cities where people don't own cars and they walk to work. You see lower rates of obesity in metropolitan areas than you do in suburban areas or urban areas, excuse me, suburban areas or rural areas where people actually have higher rates of obesity because of being dependent on motor vehicle transportation. So here's the reality check, and it requires you to really be honest with yourself. Where do you stand on these essential four? If, in my humble opinion, which comes from years of helping clients overcome brain fog, and many, many other symptoms and medical conditions and overcoming it myself, if you can't do the essential four, then no proverbial magic pill, quote unquote, will ever help you. Now, that may sound a little bit harsh, but it's true. If you can't get your sleep right, your food intake right, hydration right, and movement right, then the onus of responsibility for you not getting where you want to be risk solely on your shoulders. Now, of those essential four, I will say this about getting your sleep right. It's probably the only one of the four that you may not have a lot of control over. All right. There are some basic things we do, but to, to get you on the right path, but there are certain uh, conditions that lead to insomnia and or sleep type disturbances. If that's the case, then we'll work on that. But at least make sure you're doing the basics when it comes to making sure you're doing everything you can to get your sleep in order, making sure your food intake is on point, your hydration's on point, your movement is on point. If you can do those things, then you've laid the foundation, putting these elements in place where you're well on your way to getting rid of brain fog and, and simply feeling better. You don't have to be perfect. Hear me when I say that. I never expect perfection from anybody. We're always on a journey of pursuing perfection and we're working toward perfection. Will we ever achieve it? I think not. Not as long as we're stuck in this human frame. I don't think it's ever going to be perfect. But can we become close? Yeah, I think we can come close. And it's just one of those things that requires conscious attention and effort. So what I'm going to cover in the upcoming episodes immediately are vitamin D and how it relates to brain fog, uh, DHEA, as it relates to brain fog, thyroid, uh, as it relates to brain fog and hormones. Then probably the most exciting part that I'll cover, uh, not that vitamin D, DHEA, thyroid and hormones aren't because they certainly are, but we hear a lot about those these days. I'm going to be covering eight different peptides. Now, what is a peptide? A peptide is a chain of amino acids linked together there are actually 20 naturally occurring amino acids in nature. And if you recall from biology class, amino acids are the building blocks of protein. If you want to get technical, 
a peptide is never more than 50 amino acids linked together in the chain. If it goes over 50, but is less than 100 amino acids in a chain, it becomes what we call a polypeptide. So 0 to 50 is a peptide, 51 to 100 is a polypeptide, and 101 and over is actually considered a protein. Some people might argue that a polypeptide is just a smaller protein, but uh, regardless, they're peptides, polypeptides, and proteins. So you may be asking, Brian, why should I even care about this? Well, when you're eating, if you eat anything that contains protein, enzymes in your digestive tract actually break down those proteins into shorter amino acid chains called peptides and polypeptides. Each of these short chain segments actually have specific biological activity in the body. Now, I know it's easy to get confused uh, when it comes to peptides. The skincare industry is making sure of that. And it's you've seen this large influx of products on the market in the past year, year and a half that say we offer peptide this and peptide that in our formulations for your skin health. The peptides I'll be talking about are on a whole different level compared to skincare. Now, we'll be covering later on in the year peptides related to skincare, but the peptides that I'm going to be talking about have are absolutely amazing when it comes to overall health and wellness. Peptide therapies have been around for quite a while. In fact, researchers have been studying and using them in parts of Europe for about 30 years, yet they are just now making their way into our part of the world. The ones I'll start with have major neurological health advantages in treating brain fog and conditions that actually lead to brain fog. But this is only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to peptides. Researchers have discovered peptides that are useful for not only neurological health, but longevity, weight loss, tissue repair, immune system enhancement, sleep promotion, skin and hair health, hormone rebalancing, and recovery. The cool thing is more peptides are being discovered and researched almost on a daily basis. Now, you may be thinking, why have I never heard of peptides until now? Well, that's actually a great question. I've been keeping an eye on peptide research in Europe for years now, but we just didn't have them available to us. Uh, we aren't exactly sure why they're just now coming uh, to our neck of the woods, but I suspect it has to do with the fact that amino acids and peptide chains and the peptide chains they form are naturally occurring. Therefore, they can't be patented by Big Pharma. Big Pharma needs something synthetic that's laboratory created in order to hold a patent on it. And since Big Pharma can't control natural substances, they've likely used their influence to discourage them peptides from being introduced into the healthcare system. It's just a hunch, but I don't think I'm far off base on that one. Whatever the reason we're hearing about it now, I'm glad they're here now. So in the Brain Fog Buster series, I'll start with four non-peptide therapies and then wrap up by introducing you to eight different new peptide therapies. In those peptide segments, I'll share some amazing peptides that help with brain fog and brain fog causing conditions, as well as a whole host of other benefits that'll be discussed in those future episodes. Let me share a few benefits of those peptides we'll be talking about in this Brain Fog Buster series, just to wet your whistle a little. One of the peptides I'll share with you brought about full resolution of ADHD symptoms for 80% of people with ADHD with only one course of treatment. That means that 80% of 
consumers of this particular peptide saw an improvement in attention, concentration, and focus. Sounds a little bit like it might help with brain fog, don't you? Regardless, it's huge. There's no pharmaceutical drug on the market that can boast those numbers even close to 80% improvement. Another peptide I'll share with you is known for its ability to improve memory, improve focus, improve blood flow to the brain. And remember at the beginning when I mentioned that anxiety is one contributor to brain fog, this particular peptide has amazing anti-anxiety benefits. And oh boy, the next peptide that I'll share with you is a brain health powerhouse. It has massive ability to accelerate learning, improve memory, and enhance neurological regeneration in damaging conditions like Alzheimer's dementia, stroke, traumatic brain injury, and multiple sclerosis. And another peptide is one that I've personally grown fond of because I've been using it myself for about the past six weeks. It improves cognitive function, improves energy, and by mechanisms I'll explain in that particular episode, it simulates the genetic enhancing benefits of exercise. It's actually remarkable. It's one of the most remarkable peptides I've seen in, out there, although all of them are very, very impressive. But all of that being said, these are only a few of the benefits from just a few of the peptides uh, that we'll be discussing in the Brain Fog Busters series. So stay tuned in the coming weeks as I share more about these amazing therapies. So I know you're probably thinking, what does all this mean for me? In simple terms, it means once you get the proper foundation laid with proper sleep, food intake, hydration, and movement, you'll be ready to receive more laser-focused therapies, such as the ones we'll be discussing in the coming weeks. Better yet, it means you'll be able to get rid of brain fog once and for all so you can feel like a million dollars and double your productivity in half the time it would take with conventional means. If you've been struggling with brain fog or just plain old feel bad and can't find, find the right solution to fix it, my inbox is always open. I'd love to hear from you so we can explore some possible solutions to get you back on track. You can message me on Instagram or Facebook at The Optimal CEO. Again, that's message me on Instagram or Facebook at The Optimal CEO. I also have a very special announcement to make. This is the announcement I told you to stay tuned for. On Saturday, November the 9th, I'll be hosting a one-day mastermind in Nashville, Tennessee. In this mastermind event, I'll be revealing how the current medical system is broken and left you without answers because you've been reduced to a laboratory number on a piece of paper, or you've been told it's all in your head. I'll be sharing with you how you can finally get answers through my proprietary 360-degree incubator process. I'll also be revealing how you can get rid of that nagging frustration and hopeless feeling inside your head that says, I've been everywhere and tried everything. There is no hope. Or it says, maybe I've set my expectations too high and just need to learn to live with it. Or maybe it says, maybe my doctor is right. This is just a new normal for me at my age. Well, I'll be sharing with you the exact pathway it takes to finally get the answers you deserve and renew your hope so you can reach your health goals, feel better, have more energy, get rid of brain fog, lose weight, and keep it off and sleep like a baby. Lastly, I'll also be sharing with you why your worst enemy is time. You don't have time to be away from the office sitting in a germ-infested waiting room for an hour or more. You don't have time to be seen by a medical provider for only five minutes. You don't have time to be told everything is normal when you know it's not. 
You don't have time to be patronized and led to believe it's all in your head. And you don't have time to be given a prescription for an antidepressant or some other unwanted medication. You simply don't have time to waste. I'll be sharing with you my proven process for getting answers and results as quickly as possible, saving you valuable time, ultimately doubling your productivity and half the time it takes with conventional approaches. As a bonus, and I'm super excited about this, I literally just finalized these details. I'll have a special guest speaker there who was responsible for orchestrating the executive coaching programs for arguably one of the most influential business mindset gurus in the world. A guru who commands upwards of $100,000 to do a keynote address for large corporations. My secret guest speaker is truly the magic behind the man and now speaks all over the world, sharing his knowledge and insight with high achievers regarding operating their businesses and life from a place of integrity and congruence with their purpose. I've sat under his teaching for over two years now, and I've had the distinct pleasure of being coached by him. We've become close friends in the process, and I've gone through his proprietary method, which literally doubled my business within 90 days. This man's wisdom is truly a gift from God, and he radically changes lives and businesses every day. It certainly changed mine. People have paid him as much as $36,000 to sit under his tutelage, and you'll be getting access to this amazing teaching in this one-day mastermind event as an added bonus. If you're interested in coming to this once-in-a-lifetime one-day mastermind, you can message me on Instagram or Facebook at The Optimal CEO, and I'll give you more details. Oh, and I almost forgot. By the way, there is an early bird pricing in the month of August, so reach out quickly for more details. Well, that brings us to an end today. Please tune in next time where I'll be sharing with you the first brain fog buster. Until next time, this is Dr. Brian Brown, the Optimal CEO, signing off. I hope you have an optimal day. Here at the Optimal CEO Podcast, we help CEO entrepreneurs who love taking ownership of their wellness journey because they know it's their most prized investment. And when their state of wellness is at its peak, their income soars. We want to help relieve CEO entrepreneurs from the pressure of unnecessary health exposure so they can be highly focused on growing their business and physically optimized for the journey so they can enjoy getting there.